to the kinky hair culture podcast where we interview the people behind the chair and the people that makes your natural hair products i'm your host candace the hair mom this podcast is designed to help you stop collecting but to start connecting with people that's going to help you grow your natural hair i have two amazing amazing hair care brand owners they're getting ready to introduce themselves to you and we're going to get to know a little bit about them we have tanya and miss sheree please introduce yourself I'm Tanya. Hi, well, my name is Shari. Shari. See, I guess, and people out there, I mess up names, okay? I do apologize, okay? It's okay, it's okay, it's okay. My sister always want to go first, but baby sister's going to no, go no, first. No, 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 go ahead, go ahead. <laughs> you know, my name is Shari um, Thompson. I am um, 42 years old. I live in California, and I'm one. I'm the co-owner of Dream Girls Hair. Okay. I am Tanya and I live in Southern California where we were both born and raised. And uh, I am the co-owner of Dream Girls Hair Care Products. Okay. Let me ask you this question. What made y'all to decide to live in two different, well, same state, but two different areas, not in the same place? Well, well, we, Shari's the, the decision maker on that. We were born and raised <laughs> in Los Angeles, so she left. And uh, it's been 20 years now. She's been gone. So, um. oh, and, and I used <laughs> to sing that song all the time to live and die in L.A. I moved up to Sacramento. Um, I always tell people my um, my ex-husband took me to Sacramento, but my new husband keeps me in Sacramento. I know that's right. <laughs> Look, I know that's right. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm not fooling with you, okay? <laughs> <laughs> so I want to take it way, way back. I want the listeners to get to know you. Please tell us how you kept your hair when you was a child. You go one by one or, you know, have the whole conversation about it. Was y'all relaxed? Were you natural? Let me tell you. Let me tell you something. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. I I still remember this day when I was younger and my dad was about to take us all. First of all, my hair used to be sandy, sandy blonde, and I had a lot of it, but it was a lot and I was tender headed and it was much different from my mother and my sister. So my sister hair was a little different and my mom hair was totally different. Before and you finish I was, that, I do want to ask you, was you the tender head before they put the comb to your hair and started crying? Let me tell you, I was so tender headed. <laughs> I was so tender headed. My dad used to be used to tell my mama, Charlotte, put some beer in that girl bottle. <laughs> you know, because oh. I used to cry. I was so tenderheaded. My mother only did my hair once a week. It was on a Sunday, and I wore that same hairstyle all the way into the following Sunday because oh. I used to scream and cry all the time. And so 
I was that child to when, as we got older, um, my sister, well, I think I was what, about seven, eight, maybe nine. My sister mm-hmm. put a relaxer in my head mm-hmm. and, you know, she used to always play in hair and she put a relaxer in my hair and man, I don't think my hair was never the same. And we was just trying, she was trying to tame my hair, mm-hmm. but at the time we didn't know any better, you know? So I was all natural until then. And I think we only probably did relaxers on my head probably for like two years, maybe if that. And then we stopped. Okay. Yeah, but that's because daddy used to complain so much about all the hair. time. <laughs> he used to all be like, time. Charlotte, do something with that girl's damn hair. Do something with that damn hair. All the time. All, <laughs> all the time. time. Oh, her hair used to be all over her head. So I was in the in the mode of just playing around in hair. So we, I was just trying everything, playing and everything. But I remember when I was younger, my mom's favorite hairstyle, probably on Shari too, was like two ponytails, one on each side and one in the back. And my oh, mom, yes, yes. And when <laughs> she would do these ponytails, you would look very much so like you were Asian. I'm surprised <laughs> that I still have edges. <laughs> Cause that was what that that was definitely my uh, the go-to hairstyle. So uh, natural in respect of in, meaning that we didn't have any relaxers early on or anything like that. So our mom would put our hair in ponytails. But as we got into like when I got into junior high, that's when I started trying to wear my hair down and um, you know and cut all the different styles. But our hair was never long like it is now when we mm-hmm. were younger. It was never long like this. We I, I don't know. Um, we just had some type of moment as we got older and, and figured it out, you know? Um, but we did, Shari did a relaxer probably, I wouldn't even say a couple of years. You probably had a relaxer maybe once or twice. And then yes. I, I put one in my hair before too. Yeah, because all my hair went down the sink. You know what? Wow. I don't remember that, but I'm going to let um, you say it. How was that say experience? that, but I don't remember. Oh, man. Lord, how was that experience? Oh, my God. <laughs> I would cry. Did you cry? Look. No, it didn't, it didn't literally go down she the sink. It probably, t- it probably took a few months to actually go down to somebody's sink. But uh, and, <laughs> Shari you know, was a moment... braids person. Shari wore braids, 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 mm-hmm. braids, braids, braids. I still braids, wear braids, braids a lot. Like on her own, she would go get individuals all the time. Uh-huh. So that's her thing. That's her go-to. And she didn't know, understand when she was younger and she was doing braids, how it would put, how some types of braids would pull your edges out so she started having some issues at a young age before knowing the things that we know now mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that's why we're so big on how we do hair now even with kids and adults even with protective styles your braids don't need to be so tight and so yeah. um you know just learning different things and trying to educate um, our people on different ways how to take care of their hair and love on their hair and how to just grow healthy long hair uh, without um, sacrificing the integrity you know um, you our whole thing is you can wear a protective style but you don't have to always wear a protective style yes. you know, if your hair is damaged let's put your hair into a protective style let's grow your hair to where you want it to be 
but then we're going to teach you how to take care of your own hair. And so what happens that we see that a lot of people, they do trends, right? They're wearing protective styles. Now they're doing frontals. And now they have to wear those styles. They cannot not wear a weave. They cannot, I mean, they don't even have any edges. They have to put a frontal um, on their head. And so we want to make sure we catch people before it gets to the point where they don't have an option. Yes, you're absolutely right. Because what they see on TV, mm-hmm. that's, on what they gonna that's what they're going to mimic. That's what they're going to mimic. Exactly. So, you know, we're not out of the pandemic all the way. we like almost there. But when it first broke out, it devastated a lot of people, okay? A lot of deaths and everything. But it also damaged the hair community. When mm-hmm. people hair was looking like yesterday and day before, and it wasn't because they couldn't get to a salon. They literally couldn't get to a salon. Mm-hmm. How many people called y'all and see like, hey, I need help. I need help. I need help. Call me. Do something. Video. Something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yes. when they got back to you, how many people was like, here was like, oh my God, all this work <laughs> is yeah. gone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. And yes. That mm-hmm. is absolutely the truth. So many people came out of the pandemic with their hair not in a great place. But if they were using the product line, they were doing good. <laughs> okay, yeah, look. we have a lot of clients that came back. Um, we had a lot of clients that did not take out their weave because they did not <laughs> want to have to deal with it. And they still maintain long, healthy hair. So that's one thing we was doing a lot during the pandemic was talking more about hair care. Uh, We did a lot of consultations. We did a lot of walking people through the steps. And so uh, we're not just hairstylists. We're not just um, people who make products, but we're actually behind the chair and we're actually, you know, talking to our clients constantly, even the clients that live across the state, you know, across the country. And um, we're communicating. We're, we're communicating with them all the time. On, on top of that, what makes it great that we're still behind the chairs that we've, we've dealt with thousands and thousands and thousands of heads and so many different hair textures. So um, when we see people on, on and you know, and I, I don't, I'm not a fan of the whole 4C, 4A thing because people really get it twisted on where they think their hair category is. You'll see five yes. different textures and everybody thinks they're 4C. So yes. I really don't understand. So that has thrown me back. But we have we have dealt with so many different textures from the very fine, thinner hair to the very coarse, you know, thick hair or coarse, thin hair. Um, uh, the hair that that may not be able to take a lot of heat, some that takes a lot of heat, so, you know, things that things that that flourish with split in some of those styles that like we we deal with every single type of hair. So us being behind the chair keeps us grounded with what we need to do in, um, for our people as far as hair is concerned. And it keeps mm-hmm. new experiences and, mm-hmm. and learning how to figure it out for, for everyone else. So you mentioned um, protective styles, okay? And you said something about braiding. A lot of people, lack of knowledge, including me at one point, um, when I first took a loose my hair for having it in about like three months, Instead of properly finding like a slip resistant um, to comb out the dirt out, out of my hair, I was basically ripping it out of my hair. Mm. We right? see that all the time. Yeah, it happens a lot. So, what advice do you give somebody that's protecting their natural hair from this happening to them? 
So well, well, we, I would definitely start with that. That's the reason why we get, we, so our five-step system includes that. So it's all about growth and retention. So mm-hmm. what you're speaking of is a retention side. So mm-hmm. that's why we came out with the TLC comb out. And that's specifically for retention so that you can keep the hair that you've grown and, um, uh, you know, and be able to not uh, tear it out. So what we do, we, we tell people to very carefully, one, part, take your hair and split it into four sections. Um, and then you're going to take your roots because sometimes you have that buildup on the roots, what happens, which yes. is what happens from, you know, washing or any product buildup or scalp buildup, whatever the case may be. You have to carefully pull that apart initially and if you can't pull it apart and it's a little bit too um too condensed and or too um put together where it's kind of hard then you take the tlc comb out and you put it on there and you just kind of rub it with your finger and let it soften up and then what you're going to do is get you a, a detangler brush and you're going to want first you're going to break the hair apart not break literally but move the hair apart from it being stuck together and then you're going to start at the bottom and you're going to work your way up if you start from the top and work your way down, you it's inevitable that you're going to pull your hair out. Yes. Because you're going to get caught in tangles. Remember, your hair has been tweeted into different positions and it's been a long time. So you starting from the bottom that, bottom, that means as you work your way up, you're not pulling hair up. I mean, pulling hair out. So then when you do start from the top, after you've already worked your way up, you're not going through any tangles. Okay. Another okay. thing is make sure you keep your ends trimmed. If you keep your ends trimmed, which some people are so against, it helps to get through those. Uh, it helps to somewhat prevent some of those tangles. Okay, because if you have strings hanging on at the bottom of your hair, then they're gonna get. It's gonna be like a web trying to get through skinny pieces of hair that are that want to just tie into knots. And when you're combing through, then it's like it gets stuck. So um, uh, that's one thing. And then if your ends are split, that's another reason why all of the everything's gonna get stuck and it's gonna pull right out. So that's why we're a big fan of making sure that your ends are always trimmed and trimmed right. So um, that those are some of the key tips that I would say in order to get be able to get through your tangles without pulling hair out. And everyone needs to remember that you are shedding every single day, 100 strands per day, um, give or take. So every time you take, the longer your hair is, the more it's going to look like you just had some type of big you know, a crazy disaster with your hair. Oh, yes. Strands are longer. <laughs> yeah. And as they twirl up, it makes for a bigger ball. So but as long as your strands are long, like um, then you're fine. But when you start getting a bunch of short hairs, that means your hair is tearing out. That means your hair is breaking. So just take into consideration when you do have shedding. Some people think when they comb their hair out, they're not supposed to see any hair. And that's yeah. not the truth. I mean, even dogs shed every day and they still have a body full of hair. It's just natural. So, but all that hair is then stuck in your hair. So you have two or three months worth of shedding that's stuck in there. So you have that hair that's shedding that's stuck in there and it's trying to come out at the same time while you're trying to get through your ends that may be either split or tangling because they're stringy. So you have all this going on. So you want to try to prevent as much as possible. So trimming your ends helps with the whole thing and that helps to release it so that those strands that are shedding can just come right on out without Mm -hmm. any other. And that's another thing that we talk about all the time is just making sure that our clients and the people that's using our product, when be, even before they go into that protective style, their hair is moisturized, their hair is yes. treated, they have everything that they need 
on their hair prior to getting braided up. So then when you take your braids out, then you still have that oil in there. Your hair is still moisturized. I just don't get nowadays with, you know, people is telling um, clients to come in with your hair wash. Oh my gosh. Come in with your hair blow dry. It's like their hair is not even prepared to be braided up. You haven't conditioned their hair. You haven't detoxed their hair. You haven't given them any type of treatment. You haven't put any oil. I mean, it's like, what have you done to prep their hair for this style that's about to go up for two to three months? And so all that plays a big part. Do you think now that um, cosmetologists or stylists um, want you to have your hair ready? Do you think that they are hindering the um, customer? decline from a good experience not only the health of the hair all all day long absolutely it starts at the bowl healthy hair starts at the bowl so if you have calcium buildup and all these things that are building up on your scalp your follicles can't even breathe um so you have to have the right products to be able to get to to allow your hair to flourish so if people are at home not washing their hair good and not scrubbing their scalp not even washing their their uh their strands good then that's going to definitely hinder them from hair growth. And even the detangling, them at home trying to detangle, if they don't know what they're doing, it's up to, you know, the cosmetologist should be able to help them have a better experience all yes. the way around. So, yes, but, that's the reason why, but that's the reason why we have so much hair loss is because people are taking care, I mean, taking down their hair and they're not doing it the, the right way. So you have people who've been wearing hair extensions for three or four years and they may have long hair, but it's thin and see-through. Because it's being you know? So all those things play a big part. But do, you, do I think it hinders our clients? Absolutely. And it hinders just the industry, period. I think it's want to be like a fast and go type of service they're trying to do but we're not taking the hair is not being taken care of and so also when you're in there washing somebody hair blow drying touching it feeling it prior to being washed after being washed after being blow dry then you're able to detect different things like okay I think she's low on iron or I think she's low on vitamin D or something medically is going on because when I'm washing your hair your hair is coming out at the root like it's different things we can pick up when we're washing mm-hmm. and blow drying and touching a client's hair if you're having people come in and just braiding them up you're not you, you're not able to see what's going on like we have we have sent so many people back to their doctor to tell them like get blood work done I had a lady that was so low on iron and I kept telling her something's wrong I had two people something's definitely going on go to your doctor and the doctor was like oh everything is fine you know your hairstylist don't know what she's talking about I sent her back again yes I sent her back again and I said you need to go to the doctor is something going on and came to find out her iron was so low they called her she went in on a Thursday they called her in on um a Friday and she had to get a blood transfusion but honestly Honestly, um, what I've been finding is low iron is one of the biggest issues that I've seen in the salon with our um, with our clients, mm-hmm. with the people that we do that that are having issues. And and low iron, uh, it there's a certain feel that you have with your hair, where in which we can tell that I normally can tell. It's like the hair isn't able to flourish. So what happens is when you're low on iron, you have what's a storage area that's just for your hair called ferritin. 
And if your ferritin levels are low, that means your hair is not going to flourish at all. So mm-hmm. I always tell people not only check your iron, have them to check your ferritin levels. That's yes. a big thing. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, listeners, you hear this now? They spitting knowledge now. Okay, they spitting <laughs> knowledge. So they know what they're talking about, okay? They care about you. It's not just about money or none of that stuff. They give you knowledge right here. So mm-hmm. when people give you knowledge, you should trust me, you should go and get their products, okay? Because we're getting ready to get into their products. Because <laughs> I don't know which one of you said it, but you said something about scrub. I love a good scrub on the scalp. So before we get into that, tell us about your brand. And then I want to know if you got any scrubs. <laughs> Go ahead, Sharon. Well, we definitely have a detox. You said a scrub. Yes. We, uh, we believe that everything starts at the shampoo bowl, period. Good detox on your scalp. We have to remember a lot of calcium buildup. A lot of things is um, on our scalp that could prevent hair growth. And mm-hmm. so uh, we do have a detox shampoo. Um, after the detox shampoo, we have a... But uh, hold, hold, hold. You got to tell us the name of the brand. Tell us the name. Called Dream Girls. It's called, it's called Dream Girls. Okay. Because I don't yes. think the audience um, heard it. So we wanted to make yeah. sure. It's so called Dream so Girls, product, guys. So, so the product is called Dream Girls Healthy Hair Care System. Mm-hmm. And um, we have a shampoo, which is called Re- the uh, Renewing Shampoo. And then we have a renewing conditioner, a revival. Um, revival is our leave-in, is our treatment. It's our treatment. Amazing. It has bamboo, which is a, a great protein. Um, we also have, what else do we have in there? Oh, my goodness. Oh, the oil, uh, TLC. That's the retention. Now, listen, if I don't have my TLC in my house, I do not attempt to do a takedown or even comb my hair because that TLC is what's going to help you retain your length and so that's amazing and then it comes with the um, the true essence oil which mm-hmm. oh, you are listening to the kinky hair culture podcast where we interview the people behind the chair and the people that makes your natural hair products if this episode or any of our previous episodes add value to you, share. Because you never know who you are helping on their natural hair journey. And also subscribe so that way you can stay in tune to all the latest hair care products, stylists, barbers, cosmetologists, the whole nine yards. So hit that subscribe and share button for me. There's so many different um, testimonies on how people edges grew back and spots grew back. I mean, our oil is truly the truth. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's our system. And then we also have products for our curly line. So we we was getting a lot of people um, coming off the program. Their hair is long and healthy, and it was like, now what? Now I have all this thick hair. Yeah. <laughs> I want to wear it natural. Now what? And so we created a. Um, curly hair system the thing about and a a styling system the thing about our 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 products they're all intended for growth so even edge control um helps with growth uh it has squalene in it which is great for um being able to grow the hair back and we've had several testimonies just about the edge control in itself so yeah so the whole system is more about growth and retention so we have within the system it's going to help to enhance and bring about your growth 
And then we have what's needed for you to be able to retain the length at the bottom because you're not going to see a difference unless you have growth and retention. So that's what our whole product line is about. So we did continue it after the five-step system, which consists of the shampoo, conditioner, the treatment, which is great for the uh, follicles and the actual hair. Um, and then our oil, which is on an everyday, if people are having like follicle issues. That Aside from that, then we moved into our gel, our leave-in conditioner, and our curling cream, um, and our edge control. And they all have growth components. Okay, edge control and gel, okay. I'm not a fan of neither one, okay. Okay. Um, <laughs> and I, I'm going to be honest, I like my hair just to go, okay. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I've been wanting to lay them down. And I guess it's the fact that I don't know what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Okay, for one. Two, I do not know if any of these products are going to help, you know what I'm saying, nourish my hair while I'm putting it in. So for me, as a consumer, how can you help me understand, like, this gel is what you need or this edge control is what you need? So I won't be afraid of gels because I am afraid of gels because I believe if you put too much in your hair, you don't know what you're doing. It's like layers upon layers and then you got to scrub all that out. And if you don't scrub it out, you got to shampoo it out right. It's just like too much. It's like, oh my God. Well, <laughs> uh, Tanya will be the one to tell you about that because she has a whole... Well, one of the things about our edge control, our edge control, the buildup is not bad. So sometimes okay. you can put edge control on one day and then you can't really get a comb through it or anything. You can mm-hmm. actually run your fingers through our, it's soft. So wow. it holds and it's still soft and it encourages growth. So Good. you're like getting all in one. Um, and then the the same with the, the uh, gel, you can put the gel on top every single day and it's not gonna like, uh, you know, it's not gonna like build up or turn white on you. So it's a soft gel. It's not super, super hard. Um, and you can also use it whenever you are doing, like I use it for my twist outs too at the roots because my roots stay super poofy. So I use it on my roots, uh, even with the curling system to help give me a little bit of control. So my everyday, like today I have a ponytail. I've been wearing a ponytail for about two weeks now. I'll start mm-hmm. out, uh, it'll start out maybe blow dry it a little bit. Then I'll put a little bit of edge control on my edges. And um Sometimes you can, like I tell people after so many days, maybe wipe your edge control out. But what I normally do, I'll take the uh, gel and put it on top of the edge control, which softens up everything. And then I go through it with a um, with a detangler brush and comb my ponytails that way. And then I'll follow back through with a comb that's soft, but not too soft to where I can control my edges a little bit more. And then I'll follow oh, okay. up with my edge control right after that. So every day I'm doing the same thing and my hair, like there's nothing white on my hair or anything. And, and it, it's just a good look. I, my hair's not falling out, but you have to be able to use the right brushes too. So sometimes mm. people start to comb their hair when it's in position and you always mm-hmm. have to soften up that position first. You never comb through your hair when it's, when it's in position, like your edges are whatever, or your, or your gel is on there and things of kind of, and especially if it's built all the way up, you always have to soften it back up before you go through with a comb or brush. Look, knowledge is power because I didn't know all that stuff. I was afraid. I ain't gonna lie, I was afraid. I didn't want to take no chances because I didn't want my hairline to be way back there because I didn't know what I was doing. Because that's what normally happens. Yeah, you hear me way back there, or you hear me end up breaking off and real short after you took all that time to grow your hair. Because, yeah, that's I don't care what anybody say. Off. Yeah, because I don't care what anybody say. 
Ben, when you was young, we slapped the gel on there and it looked good, but we didn't realize it needed to come off. Mm-hmm. Cause we trying to hold that style for as long as possible. Yes. And on top of that, sometimes people sleep on it. Um, mm-hmm. We don't even want to talk about how, how tight these ponytails get. It's Ooh, taking child. off edges, taking off hair, uh, taking off the back of their head. Anytime I see someone with a ponytail and their whole back is gone, the ponytails Ooh. are just way too tight. And I hate when they take that and they inflict that pain over to their kids because they're putting their ponytails on too tight. And they don't, they don't even have a chance to have edges. Yes, because, you know what I mean. But yeah, you and sleep. You always loosen that ponytail up at night. And if you put a ponytail on with all the products, make sure you can bend your head in every direction without feeling it pull. That is huge. Mm-hmm. And if you feel like it's pulling, then you need to go ahead and loosen that ponytail up. And then yeah, try, I, we try do that even with time. braids. You know, I always tell my clients when we're braiding them up for a weave, bend your head down. Can you bend it up? Can you go to the side? Um, because wow. that's important. That's how the hair gets snatched. Yeah, it's teaching these, our, our, you know, even in the salon, it's teaching, always teaching new people or our new stylists how to, even though they think they're the best braiders, you come there, you come to us, it's like we're we're reteaching them how to do things, um, you know, constantly. You are, because I never heard it. Like, move your head side to side, tell me how your head's feeling. I've never heard a stylist say that. Yeah. So it's my yeah. first time here, and I feel like, wow, what you said, I was like, wow. No, they just braid it, put whatever they do into your head and call it a day. All right, see But the part. thing is, I always ask people, how is your hairstylist hair? Do her Is her hair long but see-through? Does she have breakage? Like, however yeah. their hair is, is how they going to treat your hair. And yeah. so, if they don't got no edges and, and, and you know, wear weaves and their hair is see-through, then that's the type of love they're going to put on your hair. And so, mm-hmm. um, you know, and that's not no shade. I'm just no. The truth is always welcome. We have to investigate any better. Yeah, yeah, yep. The truth is always welcome. Okay, on this podcast, okay, because education is the key. Um, one of the things that I've read in your bio, y'all speak on debunking the myth that black women and black men can't grow long hair. Mm-hmm. Yes. I was once to believe a long time ago. I ain't gonna lie. When I was relaxed and stuff, I, mean, I had long hair, but I thought that my hair couldn't grow past like waist length or anything like that. Like this, it is what it is. It's not gonna grow possibly any longer. Just be happy that your hair's long. <laughs> yeah, we see that all the time in the salon every single day. People feel like they. I mean, we're not even talking about waist length. People saying they can't grow their hair past like their neck area or their shoulder area and it's never been that you know and so they're just so happy when they start to see progress because when they first come in it's like almost like you feel like you're you're their last resort you know when it comes to the whole situation with them or they've had other stylists that have told them everybody's hair don't grow look it don't grow like this is your genetics and this is what it is now there is genetics when it comes to how thick your hair is because we get people that'll see somebody else in the salon that have super thick 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 hair and have a lot of follicles and they they may think okay i can get that too but that's where genetics really come into play because if you were born with a certain amount of follicles that's about the most that you're going to have and it may run in your family now as far as how long those strands can get is a whole different ball game and um, and you can nurture that yeah we're talking about dna and that that's caused by dna and what's not exactly 
Mm-hmm. Y'all have an institute about Mixed Institute of Cosmetology and Barbara. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, it's the first African-American-owned cosmetology okay. barber school in Sacramento, California. We're about to add an um, esthetician program shortly. Yes. And you know what? We're just changing lives. We're um, not just teaching people how to do all texture hair, which is important because if you go to cosmetology schools, they only teach you how to do straight hair. Um, our yep. school teaches how to do every texture it is period so it doesn't matter if you're white you're black you're going to walk out knowing how to do straight hair you're going to walk out knowing how to do black hair curly hair coarse hair like it doesn't matter you're going to learn how to do that um and you're going to be salon ready day one um what we saw before was that a lot of people was graduating from school coming to our um businesses our salons and it's four owners who own that um, school with us. But we had to retrain them all over again. And so that's what we wanted to change. We wanted to change how they're being taught and just making sure they're prepared and ready day one, but also helping them um, just change their mindset and also add the business skill, how to prepare for retirement, how to not Ooh. treat this like a hustle, how to have make sure you have proper insurance so if something happens that you can be at home and rest and still be taken care of. Like it's a whole, like really turning this hairdressing, like being a cosmetologist, being a hairstylist into a real business into a real corporation to where you have everything that you need for retirement you have everything that you need for disability you have everything that you need to buy a home a house a car to uh, college for your kids like we want you to treat this as a real career a real corporation a real business because it is and you can make multi-billion like you could this is a multi-billion dollar industry it is we can make we can make millions yes <laughs> you know just give us a slice <laughs> I, I know that's right <laughs> have you ever thought about expanding out of la and going to other places because um i interview a lot of people a lot of cosmetologists and they always tell me this one thing that they only learn how to do like you say fine hair it's when they go into um a, a african-american place it's when they find out oh i am lost i'm lost as hell i do not know what to do and then they learn how to do all types of hair from them but they never learned it from school Mm-hmm. Are you thinking about expanding? Because I see that your your whole business idea, because most people, like you said, it's a side hustle. They don't think anything besides that. And by the time they get well, 25 years in, what happens? They have nothing to show for it. And they're going they have nothing to show for it. And they try to go get a job with, with when they're 45, and 50. And all of that. For benefit, yes. And mm-hmm. we're changing that. Like, people don't understand. They're like, well, insurance is high. But guess how much money you make in a week? Yes. So if you're talking about, you're, if you're making five, six, seven thousand dollars $7,000 a week, you're telling mm-hmm. me that you can't pay $1,600 a month for insurance? Like, just making people understand it in a different way, you know? Like, okay, if you're making $7,000, even if you're making three, dollars $4,000 a week or $1,000 a week, like, you can't put up $300 a month for your retirement? 
or you can't put seven like it all depends it all can go based on how much you're making but if you think about it it's only a fraction and so when you're not planning correctly then when it's time it looks bigger than what it is but if you're planning correctly that 200 300 700 1500 it doesn't matter you will be able to put that away and it won't seem as big so it's all about strategy so but to answer your question we were trying to do a dg certified uh program which we were trying to recruit stylists from all over so that people will have options where they are because we got a lot we get a lot of people that fly into us every week i get at least 15 to 20 people um, mm-hmm. I'm start, sure Shari does too, but some people can't do that. So we want to be able to send them to someone within their state, but it's been very, very hard for us to find people with the right mindset um, that would be able to join us to where we could have them as a DG certified stylist. Um, so that kind of goes to what Shari was saying. It's a whole mindset thing. People take this as a hustle. Um, like yes. you said, they, they take their money, they spend their money. They don't even know how much they make. They don't even know how much they're spending. And the, the whole mindset has to change. They, they, so, so, and we're trying to bring people in to be able to give them that information and nurture them and allow them to even increase their income and put them in a position to be able to have retirement and things like that. But again, it's been very, very hard to do. So our, our whole dream of having DG certified stylists all over we just don't know right now <laughs> look i completely understand i i completely understand yeah yeah the, um great thing about it is that it feels like this school is a classroom it's not just like a quick hands-on how to do a twist out how to wash people's hair you know braid their hair for chemicals and stuff it feels like a real live classroom like you're really gonna be in there learning about business Mm-hmm. how to yeah. break down your bank account and stuff like that and that's so important so I thank y'all I commend y'all for doing this okay I can't wait till y'all expand so I can tell everybody <laughs> <laughs> but this is amazing because like everybody needs to know about their financials yeah but- yeah and that's what the, I want to make sure we're separating it so with Mixed Institute of Cosmetology it's just strictly we're teaching you how to get your you know your cosmetology like group preparing you for our state board period yes and then of course you have us if we give you guys extra with the certification for dream girls we're certifying the healthy hair care program so that's okay. what we're certifying yeah so it's okay. two different entities mixed is totally separate from from dream girls yeah so um and then we have our products so the products are basically so that people are can do this without having to go to the salon and then we have our salon with the DG certified stylist, which is an extension of the salon in other states using our products also. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, look, thank you for clarifying it for me. <laughs> I, look, I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So where can people find your brand? Well, you can find us at dghair.com. That's dghair.com. And then my sister, IG, is um hair by tanya mine's is yeah t-o-n-y-a and then mine's is i am shari wilson and then dream girls is what tanya is it dream girls hair Hair. at dream girls hair that is that's the ig for uh, dream girls but if you go to the website www.dghair.com if you don't remember any of these other um (laughs) names you it'll get you to everywhere you need to be 
thank you but also i'm gonna list this at the end of the episode so they'll be able to click shop get to know y'all a little bit better follow so no worries um listeners you'll have access to them okay because i'm gonna make sure of it because listening to this podcast is helping each and every one of y'all understand how to take care of your natural hair they gave you so many jewels so many gems okay and it and if you didn't take it in I advise you to rewind it and take it in and understand, look, they care about your natural hair. Because most people, they see you as dollar signs. I'm going to keep it real. Okay? They don't take the time out to educate you. And they just sat there and told you, look, you want to learn how to um, do hair? Come to LA. We're going to show you. And we're going to show you everything that you need to know. Okay? And they got two different institutes. So, remember that. I'm going to make sure I say it clear. Two different institutes to join okay and then not only that you got the hair care brand and then when you get to your salon guess what you could do you could go ahead purchase and be part of their thing so you can put it in their salon your salon to do hair so you get a whole bundle of everything knowledge hair products and everything what more can you get i appreciate each and every one of y'all for taking your time out today is anything that you want to leave the listeners today Love on your hair, love on your hair, love on your hair, and do not believe the hype when people make you feel like you can't, your hair can't grow. Go ahead and pick up the Healthy Hair Care System by Dream Girls. You will not regret it. Mm-hmm. I think she said it all. <laughs> love on your hair. Um, just do your own research and don't follow everything you see on YouTube. You know, exactly. stop <laughs> following everything you see and then you're doing it on your hair and then you're doing it on your client's hair. It's like, don't do that. And um, again, let's, let's, let's grow some more black hair. Let's show every black woman that they hair can be just as long, just as beautiful as any other person. So that's what I will leave you with. And thank you so much, Candace, for having us on your podcast today. Thank you, thank you. But before I let you go, I gotta play one game with you. Which one has to go, okay? Y'all got time? No, we got time. One time, okay? Which one has to go? Twist out, braid out, wash and go, or ponytail? Which one has to go? Wait, say that one more time. Twist out? Twist out, braid out, wash and go, ponytail. Which one has to go? Wow. Mm. Ponytail. Uh, Why? uh, why you people if, we, if we're doing it too tight, we can pull somebody edges out. Okay. 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 I win those ponytails I, nowadays that people are making those ponytails on top of the hair and they're doing it so tight. I've seen ooh, people yes. straight ball spots in the middle of that ponytail because yep. it's been pulled so tight. So but ponytails. You know, I love a good gotta ponytail go. for myself, so I don't know. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I don't. But wear you don't. Tight, but like, you don't wear those tight ones. Yeah, exactly. You gotta know what you're doing. And those, the ones, like she said, where you add the hair in, I've been seeing too many ball spots from the tension. Ooh. ooh. So which one? So you that's pick? what gotta go. Ponytails. Ponytails. Okay. I mean. Okay. <laughs> I mean, you know. <laughs> as long as you know what you're doing, okay. Yes, Otherwise, yes. don't do it. Okay. Yes. That don't. Part. Leave it alone. <laughs> I thank you so much for each and every one of y'all that's listening to this podcast. Thank you so much for y'all for being a guest on this podcast. Until next time, I'll see y'all all later. Bye, guys. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you, Candice. Hey, family. I just want to chime in real quick. At the end of every episode... 
it's always some jewels that's left behind and i really want to share this jewel with you okay especially those who get their hair braided because knowledge is power and the more you know the better it can help you grow your healthy hair so i want y'all to sit back listen to this little clip and as you listen to the clip let us know what you think about each episode that this episode next episode or the previous episode and let us know how you feel about the podcast because without y'all this podcast would not be possible and do not forget to subscribe follow share the dream girls there are some amazing beautiful women that allowed us into their world of understanding how they take care of natural hair and beyond so thank you again and i'll leave all the links at the end so no worries okay you can be able to click shop follow and ask questions later Thank you. Braids. Well, that's another thing. Our, we went, we're braiding our clients' hair and we're dipping it in scorching hot water. And people thinking that it's not damaging the hair, but it is. Um, you know, it's every time one of my clients come back and I can tell you got braids, they dipped your hair in hot water. I could just tell because the hair is just burnt at the end. So I'm a little girl with the pressing curl. AJ, I got a jerry curl. Thirteen and I got a relaxer. I was a source of so much laughter. Fifteen when it all broke off. Eighteen and I went on natural. February 2002, I went on and did what I had to do. Because it was time to change my life. To become the woman that I am inside. Yeah,